Hello again. And it's September, and we're about to start a program. Um, actually, we're starting it now, but the official target date is the equinox. Northern Hemisphere, Southern Hemisphere, we have an equinox coming up. And I won't go into explaining why it's so significant over a long period of time, but suffice it to say that for six months, we traveled through, month by month, one side of the family. In the Northern Hemisphere, we're traveling through six months, from September to March, we're traveling through the mother's side of the family. Southern Hemisphere, six months of traveling through the father's side of the family to the next equinox, then we change. During this time, the goal is to feel, experience, and develop for one month, one aspect of your family tree and yourself. So there's a correspondence to the part of the family tree as it relates to you. So in the Northern Hemisphere, that's going to be your mother's mother and all of the things that that corresponds to in you. So we spend the whole month developing a deeper appreciation for all of the different nuances of what that means. And then the next month, we link it to another grandmother and then another grandmother. And eventually we pass through all six of the grandparents on the mother's side of the family. Now, the Southern Hemisphere, they have a, a really more interesting way of doing it because I'm asking them to do both of them almost simultaneously. Why? Is because I really feel that the beginning of the experience of something starts at two girl. So even in the Southern Hemisphere, where you're doing what we call the two boy month, you're still going to be engaging the two girl feeling. Now, I know for some of you just getting started, these terms of two boy, two girl, and so on, it's a it's a red language of its own that's not really necessary, and you'll get used to it as you go. The goal is to make it really useful for you. So in the Southern Hemisphere, they're going to be going into the beginning of the summer season. It's spring, but it's six months of greater warmth. So it's spring. That's why we call it the heat, like sun rising heat but you'll bring that to girl a quality of water and coolness. So you'll bring the quality of the peace of the evening with you over to do the two boy. We're always going to be going back to the peace or the two girl in every single month of the year. We're going to be doing one feeling a hundred percent of the time. And that feeling is basically because for now, the name or title of the program is called In Peace. There's lots of ways you can describe the word in peace. It could be a statement. It could be an affirmation. It could be a greeting. 
It could be an invocation. It could be a state of existence. It could be a matrix. It could be a prayer. So I like the term in peace because the origin of what we're going to be doing is starting every single response that we can create or react to will go to that place of peace. That place of peace for me, I'm calling the bottom of the heart. You can put it anywhere you want, but I'm calling it other times, I'll call it the well or the well of peace. It's a place we go into and down and it's a well of peace that's very personal. Then from that comes a personal expression of that peace that is an individual expression of that peace coming into the world, and that's the beginning. Now, I have a graphic behind me that somewhat describes the logic about why we're doing it this way. So you might look over to the side here, and you can see that there is a, um, a darkness of an unknown nature. For me, that darkness is eternal, pristine silence. To me, that corresponds to the divine feminine attribute. Out of this comes a place where the first formation of individuality manifests. To me, that's the formation of the individual's soul. If you believe in multiple lifetimes, then that's the very first time where this discrete individual soul comes through the experience of the silence and comes through what feels like a fluid existence, the correspondence of water and spirit. So this watery feeling, very much like an iris or very much like a sphere or a ball, this is the origin of the soul itself. And you'll see that there's two little droplets of water, and that corresponds to the individuality, and eventually the likelihood that that individuality has two parts. Eventually that might be soulmate, twin flame, whatever you want to relate it to, that there's two. But this is a holding area of a pristine lake of pure water, that has no ripple. This is the holding place of the individual soul just prior to incarnation. That incarnation will actually be the movement of this soul into matter. Now the beginning marker of this entry into matter is where we correspond to peace. Peace exists on a divine level where the soul is. The incarnation of the soul through peace into matter, sometimes I refer to as the lake. But that lake is more of a lake that corresponds in nature. So this is the lake of peace. This is also right at the cusp of the beginning of the soul's entry into time. Now, the soul's entry into time is corresponding to sunset. And it might be intriguing to see how we enter into the world 
in somewhat of a personal-oriented space that's like uh, the peace of the evening and a shadow around us. And the journey that we make from sunset goes through another pattern just as we go to sleep. So two hours later from sunset, we go into a bandwidth where we're actually leaving the material plane and we're going into the experience of going into the spirit world. So this transition from the material to the spiritual is that time period primarily between 8 p.m. in the evening and 10 o'clock. This has a whole series of other meanings. It's also sometimes the dark, or sometimes it's the fear of death, or sometimes it's metamorphosis. We have to change from one world to the next. A whole series of other words we'll get to when we study that month. The first month we'll study primarily the study of this entry process and the correspondence it has to glands, organs, body systems, and the correspondence it has to the ancestor, mother's mother in that case, and this is mother's mother's mother, the great-grandmother, and this is the third in a cycle of three. And you'll find that there's always these cycles of threes. Okay. I know some of you have heard this before. You're more experienced. Now, there's just a little bit more because I'd like to give you some idea of what you're actually doing. Because this journey that you're, you're going to go on, if you choose to do this, it's really a journey alone. Even though you've got support, a way to ask questions, a way to share, it's really you going through it alone. This experience of you going from pristine silence into matter is the individualization of your own soul. Then coming into matter, it's an individualization of your own soul with your right to choose now, with your free will, to be in harmony with the pattern that exists. So the use of your own free will starts here. Some people like to believe it starts further away, and you can keep that belief system if you want. Some people like to believe that the soul chooses with its own intellectual thought who's going to be its parents. You can keep that if you want. But there re really comes a point where you have the option, the free will, to participate in your own progress. So this part right here, which is the ability to you for you to feel, is a place we're primarily focused on for a year and a half. I know that sounds like a long time, but it really isn't. We'd like to be able to develop from here in peace and bring the peace into the reality of our social physical experience. So from in peace to my peace, later on that incorporates more and more people. Later on that incorporates you and your family and your community and the global phenomenon and the universal phenomenon. The magnitude of inclusiveness will keep growing. I'm suggesting the primary place to stay in touch with is the peace at the bottom of the well. 
You can use any other terminology you want. You can experiment with different things, but it's primarily the embodiment of peace extended. Now, if we practice something over a period of time, like one month focusing only on this, it starts to stay and move into the next month. If we keep going back to this and moving forward by meaning there'll be exercises of going back to the piece and coming forward to the new month and then going back to the piece and coming over to a new month, there'll be cycles of going back and coming forward, cycles of going back and coming forward. This is learning how to consciously link or be more in harmony with peace as it is manifested in each of the phases of life. These phases will be primarily self, others, and all. This self, others, and all pattern will continue throughout the entire time period that we're doing this. So what are you actually doing? Well, we're going to give you a series of things for you to potentially look at or experiment with, but I'm suggesting that you take any incoming trigger, by that is anything that emotionally disorients you, attracts you, repels you, anything that's coming in, and you welcome it to come in with feeling, but you go to the well of peace. So if I'm triggered by somebody coming to the door or a telephone call or a program on YouTube or something, if I'm triggered, I want to take the trigger back to the well. And then I want to circulate that by not only receiving it in peace, but ex an expression of peace toward it. So it's a circle of peace. There's a pattern of how we're doing this. So in the process of doing this, it's mostly you wanting to feel no matter what comes at you. So part of the adventure in this is to experiment that all of life is a stage coming to you for specifically you to feel and learn something. So you might consider, and it remains a theory until you agree with it in some form, that 100% of what happens from around you is actually coming from what's held inside you. So what's inside me is being reflected in the exterior world. So how I handle the sensory emotional intake determines how much I'm triggered and what I will do in the future. So part of this process is handle a feeling. If you hear a bird that makes you smile, process it. If somebody tells a joke and you laugh, process it. If you feel tired, skeptical, disoriented, confused, angry, numb, process it with peace. It doesn't mean it's going to go away. The goal is not to make it go away. The goal is to increase our sensitivity to its presence. Because the harder thing is, every single thing that's coming toward me was designed in love. 
not an easy thing to relate to sometime when you see cruelty, pain, murderous intent, political, social mayhem, rape. You see all of that manipulation. It's coming at you. It's designed to be presented to you because it does exist in our current social, emotional, physical reality. It exists out there. But it comes to give me the opportunity to more closely examine my relationship to it and what am I doing to contribute to it. So we'll talk about all the meaning of how I'm contributing to it by my projections, my escapism, my denial, my addictions, my social interactions, my social or economic status. I'm doing all kinds of things to perpetuate the world around me. So even in this situation where we're globally invested in the term of COVID, it is a law of attraction event that we have globally created for us now to individually examine what am I doing to create this social emotional experience called COVID that is a virus that causes people to die. What have I done? What am I currently doing to perpetuate this pattern on earth? This is brought to us as a result of the law of compensation bringing us the social emotional consequences of the collective choices made by us, our families, our communities, our countries, the global network. This is a causation sequence perhaps that's gone on for many, many years, even thousands of years. So now what am I going to do in this moment to respond to these circumstances? I'm suggesting this experiment that for at least one year, you respond with the process of wanting to experience the truth about peace. No denial about what's coming in, but seeking to discover the peace that's behind it. And what's behind it is the truth, and the truth will open a greater capacity to feel more about what's actually driving it. So that's not necessary to get all the details of this right away. Just start with the process of doing peace. Then we'll add in peace at different times of the day. For example, where I am right now, it's between 8 in the morning and 10 a.m. That time period, and we'll give you a map for all the time periods, that time period is associated with what we call the expression of the heart. It's about heat in the heart. This heat and the heart function is also about the arterial or the social functions of the heart. It's about giving out love or giving out alliances or loyalty or friendship. It's about how we share ourselves from the heart with others. Very significant place. So in this hour, I'm going to take my two-girl piece and infuse peace into this feeling of sharing peace with my heart toward my friends, others, social situation. 
So later on, we'll describe in the fourth four-boy month how this is about developing the ability to share love. This is the fraternal experience of love. So the process of doing that is I want to connect this experience of sharing love from the source that is the fountain of my peace, which is my own well of peace. It's my soul. So I want to connect my soul to this sharing experience. Now, how do I do that? I just open my eyes, close my eyes, either way, open or close. Sometimes I like to start with them closed and then open them to the process. But I feel the two-girl piece for a few seconds. I fuse that into the four-boy joy, because that's one of the terms, or four-boy friendship. But now I know the month I'm in is the five-girl month. This is September, early September. So then you need to have some understanding, and we'll go through it. This is the five-girl month. This is the last month of passing through my father's family. So for six months, since the spring equinox in the northern hemisphere, I've been passing through spring and summer. This is the last month of summer moving into autumn. Two girl inside of five, four boy inside of five girl. Now, I know that sounds like a lot to do, but I do all of that in a matter of 30 seconds. Two girl, feel the four boy joy and the five girl unity of all living things. At different times, I relate it to my immune system, which it is. At other times, I relate it to soul diversity or I relate it to the animal kingdom. There's so many different ways to relate it. So each month we will go through a different way to add this to every hour. Now, that doesn't need to make you crazy. You just need to learn a little bit at a time. When in doubt, just go to the well of peace. Just go to the inner feeling of peace related to what's happening around you. If you notice it's sunrise, then do peace and sunrise. If you notice it's sunset, and then do peace and sunset, because they're very closely related and they get stronger. So you can use peace any time of the day. But what we're really studying is one month at a time. So right now, because it's early September, in the Southern Hemisphere, they're doing the one called beauty, self-reliance, they're doing integrity, they're doing art, they're doing free will, all kinds of very cool things because they're learning the individuality. In the Northern Hemisphere, we're learning the totality. Five Girl Month is the totality or the unity of all living things, the wholeness of things. That wholeness includes everything, seen and unseen. It's opposite the Southern Hemisphere that's doing discrete individuality. Those two are opposites. I'll explain them as we go through each month at a time, but I know this is a lot to consider. Start with peace. 
Then we'll give you diagrams. We'll give you a, a clock. We'll give you a wheel. We're developing an app that will remind you what hour it is. And you can always do one thing. You can ask. If you're not sure about something and you want to ask a question, ask. Anybody who feels they want to can answer your question. And we'll read the answers to see if it's in harmony with what we're doing or not. And then we'll answer it again. Most of the time, if you ask a question that really is a good universal question for everyone, I'm going to answer it in a video. I'll write some, but you know it takes much longer to write uh, a paragraph sometimes than it does to record something for a few minutes. So either we'll do them publicly or privately, but if you have a question, just post the question and I will respond sooner or later. So just consider that you have resources. But remember this, this journey for one year is primarily you going it alone as much as possible. That doesn't mean you can't ask things. I'd like you to ask things for the benefit of everyone. But only you can do the feeling. Only you can do the time of the day. Only you know your personal triggers. This is all about you learning to feel you. It is a responsibility, yes, but it's also an opportunity. Being a soul is an opportunity. So I'd like to just assist you developing your own feeling for yourself and the sequences through time. I like time because time is designed by the higher kingdoms to be a reflection for us passing through this stage. Yes, there's another stage where there is no time. But while we're in time, we can use the experience of time to increase our capacity to feel. Well, this is far more than I really intended to give you in just a few minutes. But take this and I'll be recording something every day or two and we'll keep reviewing it, reviewing it. and You can keep coming up with questions. We'll produce a booklet that'll show you the entire program over a year. Uh, that booklet will be available definitely online. We're looking to create a printed version where on one side of it you have the attributes of that month, and on the other side is a series of exercises and things you can do and how to combine it with other times of the day. We'll give you lots of information and tools to work with, but it's all up to you. I'll tell you the truth. I'm really excited by the second and third year. Wow, I know that's kind of crazy to think about doing a program for two or three years, but I'm excited about the third year being a group dynamic year. We start out as individuals, and then we arrive in a group dynamic experience to bring into manifestation those things we have as individuals multiplied, not just arithmetically or otherwise, but exponentially by the number of people that we can share with. Now, I just said something that really is motivating for me, is that by the time we get into the third, fourth year, our sharing with each other as friends, associates, brothers, sisters, 
friends, lovers, however it is, what happens on that four multiplies it for you. We learn to share love so we can learn to give and receive love. But if we have five people doing the same thing in the same group, it's not just arithmetically adding five to five, it's a higher math, it's an algorithmic math, where the larger the group we bring together, the greater the opportunity for that feeling to permeate everyone and to be shared with, well, all of our friends, no matter where they are. So that's enough for now. Talk to you soon.